hello everybody. Pastor Brian here, Senior Pastor at Burntwoods Church. It's Tuesday, December 15. Time for our weekly update. And I hope you like the Christmas music I'm playing for you. I went and hunted that up just for you, just to put you in the Christmas spirit. And you know, we ought to be able to get into the Christmas spirit this week because it's going to snow tomorrow. At least that's what they're telling us. You know, after a couple of years with no snow and um, watching this forecast sort of start out like this is going to be the snowstorm of the century and then um, by today it's looking like a pretty average snowstorm. You know, who knows? It might not snow at all tomorrow, but I'm excited to see some snow. It always helps us to get a little bit more excited about uh, the holidays when it feels like wintertime. And so I hope you're getting in that spirit. I hope you're ready for Christmas. I hope that you've got everything done that you need to be done and you can just sort of relax and enjoy the Christmas season. And today's podcast is going to be focused on Christmas. Uh, I I just was thinking that maybe this would be a helpful podcast to do. Maybe we could um, put to rest some questions or some concerns about Christmas. So I'm going to be talking to you about Christmas and specifically, should we be celebrating Christmas as Christians? <laughs> That's an answer that comes up more often than, or, or a question rather, that comes up more often than you, you may think it does. Um, you know, I'll say this. I've gotten into some trouble over the years as a pastor. Uh, you say things, you know, you say things to people that makes them upset. You do things, people get upset. I've gotten into some trouble over the years, but... Um, Three times I've gotten in trouble that I can remember. Three times, specifically, I've gotten in trouble over Christmas. And I'll tell you the first story. Uh, It was an interesting thing that happened to me. It was in my first church. My first church was a little tiny church. I I wish I could take you there and show you. In fact, I want to go back. It's been a long time since I've been back in the church, and I want to go back and visit that church, little tiny church in Billington, West Virginia, and uh, we had about a congregation of about 40 people on a good Sunday. That, w- that was like, you know, if we cracked mid-40s, we were having a really good Sunday. Uh, around 40 was was pretty much average, and we were getting ready to uh, celebrate Christmas, and I think that this was a Christmas Eve service. I'm pretty sure it was a Christmas Eve service. Or it may have just been, you know, the Sunday closest to Christmas. I can't really remember. Uh, But I remember it was my first Christmas in the pulpit. And what that means really is that I had only been a pastor for about uh, three or four weeks. We got there right at the beginning of December. So I had just been uh, just getting started as a pastor. And I got up into the pulpit that night during that Christmas celebration service and one of the things I said from the pulpit was that uh, when our kids went home that night, you know, they were looking forward to Santa Claus coming. And then I don't remember what the rest of it was, but that's essentially what I said. That's all that I said about Santa Claus. And one of the men in our church who was a really prominent man in the church got up and walked out of the service. Now, in a small sanctuary, um, you know, in a tiny little room with 40 people, when an important person gets up and walks out, everybody notices. So he got up and walked out. Now, I was naive 
I I just really didn't know that something was going on that I should be paying attention to. I thought maybe he just had to go to the bathroom. I don't, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to it. But later that night, uh, we were invited to go to our deacon chairman's home for a little Christmas gathering with his family and a few friends. And, and we went over there, and, and he pulled me aside, and he said, hey, did you notice that Walt got up and walked out tonight? I said, yeah, I noticed that he walked out. He said, do you know why? I said, no, I don't know why. I just thought he was leaving. And he said, well, Walt is really upset with you. And I said, what did I do? And he said, because you mentioned Santa Claus in church, he's really, really upset with you. And um, and I was, it really, it really shook me. I was really upset about that. Now, um, I'll save you. The, I'll tell you the story of Walt and I uh, some other time. We didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but that was my first run-in. Just a couple weeks into pastoring, where I, I met up with somebody who disapproved of uh, how should I say this? The more secular trappings of the Christmas celebration, and uh, and and he got mad at me for it. And then I got I got in trouble one time at my last church for. A Christmas service where we did some different things on a Christmas Eve service instead of just sort of the normal hymns and uh, scripture readings and short devotion by the pastor and candlelight, um, you know, lighting candles and singing Silent Night. We did things a little bit different this particular year, and people were not so thrilled about it. And I got a, <laughs> I got an email. Uh, that was complaining essentially that they just didn't get to see baby Jesus. In fact, now now that I'm thinking about it, I'm remembering that the email was a complaint by proxy. So they were complaining on behalf of another person who had visited on Christmas Eve, and that person had said uh, that they were so disappointed in our Christmas service because there wasn't even a baby Jesus. And, um, man, they were mad at me for that. Service caused quite a stir, and that's just another time when I ran into a problem at Christmas. It's not the last time. I've had other issues with the Christmas celebration or things I've said about Christmas or Christmas services that I've planned, and, um, you know, it seems to be more frequently than not, I'm running into Christians now, people in the church now, who just don't think we should be celebrating Christmas I'm seeing that more and more. I'm not sure why that seems to be a growing trend. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe I'm just running into more people, and maybe it's not a growing trend. Um, But certainly I find myself running into more people who are unsure about Christmas and should we be celebrating Christmas as Christians. And, you know, some of them just have really um, important questions that they would like to answer. They have convictions about not wanting to marry the culture around them. And so I get that, and I'm totally cool with that. I'm glad that people are asking questions and, and making sure to be cautious about not just falling in line with the with what the culture is doing. But there also is a healthy amount of Scrooges in our churches, <laughs> and there are plenty, uh, like Walt, the guy who I was telling you about at the beginning, my church in West Virginia, you know, there are just some people who are Scrooges. And, you know, we end up hearing these complaints as pastors. We hear people 
uh, complaining to us about the commercialism in Christmas, and we're constantly being told uh, to put Christ back into Christmas. And, you know, uh, we hear about the, particularly about the tradition of Santa Claus, and we're told that Sa- Santa Claus, this is what upset uh, the man in my first church, that Santa Claus is sacrilege, you know, that we're lying to our children or we're creating mythology for our children or we're taking the focus off of Jesus um, by allowing Santa Claus to be part of our Christmas celebration. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I that's, Let me just say this about Santa Claus and I'll move on because this isn't a podcast about Santa Claus. <laughs> this uh, I, I'll just say this. I, I grew up with Santa Claus. My kids have grown up with Santa Claus. And um, there was never a question in my mind. My entire life, there was no, and I know that some kids struggle with this, but I always knew the difference between Jesus and Santa Claus. I'll just say it that way. And I think one of the reasons is because Jesus was central in our home all year long. There was never a time when we weren't talking about Jesus or acknowledging Jesus or worshiping Jesus. We did those things. That was a constant presence in our home. Jesus was always there. Santa Claus, not so much. Santa Claus appeared around Thanksgiving and was gone by December 26th. And, um, you know, just sort of flash in there. I grew up in a house that, that invited Santa Claus to be a part of the Christmas celebration, and it didn't have any detriment to my faith. So you might get mad at me for that. You may disagree with me on that. That's just personal testimony. Um, But we also hear, you know, um, people sort of complaining about the Christmas uh, tradition because they just say it's not biblical, you know, that we're not told to celebrate Christmas and that that essentially the church invented Christmas to compete with ancient Roman festivals and, you know, blah, 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 you know, all, all this other stuff about, you know, that the there were things that were going on um, around December 25th or the winter solstice or whatever, and these pagan rituals, pagan holidays, and the church just noticing that a lot of church-going people, a lot of Christians, professing Christians, were participating in these festivals. They decided instead to create their own, and they re- retained some of the uh, elements of the pagan rituals. And so this is really just this syncretism between pagan uh, culture and Christian culture, and it's not biblical, and we shouldn't do it. And if we do participate in these things like Christmas trees and lights and uh, all those gift giving and all kind of, all the different things that are involved in, in Christmas, if we are involved in those things, then we're really just giving in to the pagan culture around us. So we shouldn't do them. As Christians, we shouldn't do them. And so we throw our hands up in the air and no Christmas for us. Um, it's commercial. Um, we have to deal with Santa Claus. It takes the focus off of Jesus. It's just a Christian way of, you know, uh, taking a pagan festival and make slapping the, the name Christ on it and making it a Christian holiday. And so let's not celebrate it. Well, you know, there's some truth to some of that. Um, I mean, certainly Christmas is very commercial, no doubt about it. And there are absolutely a lot of elements in our Christmas tradition 
especially in America, our tradition of Christmas, there are a lot of elements that are um, that certainly have nothing to do whatsoever with the Bible, uh, with with things that we would consider biblical or correct. There's a lot of that stuff going on. And yes, there is truth to the fact that the church uh, responded to the pagan culture around it and borrowed some of even some of the elements of the pagan festivals in the wintertime and created Christmas. Yes, that's true. Um, and but I would say, I would say, in re, in response to all that, I would say it's still not wrong for a Christian to celebrate Christmas. I do not, I'll go on the record, I do not think it's wrong for Christians to celebrate Christmas. And the most important, uh, the most important question that we always need to answer when we are trying to figure out things like this, trying to figure out uh, whether or not we should or shouldn't do something, or we're struggling with something in our culture, um, you know, we shouldn't go to YouTube, we shouldn't go to uh, Google and look for the answer there. We shouldn't go to YouTube and watch somebody give us the answer there. Really what we want to do is go to the Scriptures and say, what does the Bible say about this? Does the Bible inform me at all when it comes to... um, Sorry if you hear that, I just knocked my iPad over. Does the Bible inform me uh, at all about this question of, should I celebrate Christmas? Uh, What does the Bible say? And so here's what I'd say, first of all, is that Scripture does not command us to celebrate Christmas. So I guess one part of the answer is, you know, if we're asking should Christians celebrate Christmas, one answer is you don't have to. I mean, it's certainly not commanded. Uh, You don't have to do it. It's not a biblical mandate. There are no prescribed holy days that the church must observe. I mean, we we really uh, need to understand that there are no days in the scriptures uh that that are set out for us no holidays or you know things we would call holidays that are set out for us that we have to observe so um you know we know christmas really didn't show up it wasn't observed until well after uh the first century well after the time of jesus and the apostles it, it was about i think the mid 5th century or so that that christmas was officially recognized by the church. So it's not an issue of does the Bible command us to to observe Christmas? No, the Bible does not command us to observe Christmas. Um, so you don't have to. But um, it's also okay if you do. And the Bible does speak to this. Now, not specifically to Christmas, obviously. The Bible doesn't say it's okay if you celebrate Christmas, obviously. But uh, the Bible does tell us that Christmas is really, I think, or I should stop saying that because it doesn't address Christmas. The, the Bible does tell us that, that observing special days or observing, setting aside special days is not a question of right or wrong. Um, it's an expression of our Christian liberty to choose to do so or, or not do so. And so in Romans chapter 14, this is the passage that I want you to keep in mind. In Romans chapter 14, verse 5 and 6, Paul says this. He says, One person 
esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Now, that's that's exactly what we're talking about here. Paul's essentially saying that one person uh, takes a day and sets it aside as a special day. And then there's another person who looks at the calendar and says there's nothing special about any day. They're all alike. And then Paul goes on to say after that, let me read the whole verse for you just so you can hear the, the entire thought. He says, one person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. And so the the idea here is that you and I have to make this decision for ourselves. Let me read it to you from the New Living Translation. Uh, this is a, I love the New Living Translation, but listen to the way it, it comes across in the New Living Translation, just so we can get the point across about this. Paul says, in the same way, some think one day is more holy than another day, which is what a holiday is for us in English. We steal the or we make the word holiday by stealing the word holy and putting the word day on it and then just kind of meshing them together. It's a holy day, holiday. So one person thinks one day is more holy than another, while others think every day is alike. So one person chooses to celebrate holidays while others choose not to observe holidays. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. Whichever way you choose to go on this is okay. And then he goes on to say in verse 6, those who worship the Lord on a special day do it to honor him. Those who eat any kind of food do so to honor the Lord, since they give thanks to God before eating. And those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. And so Paul's just making the point here that as Christians, we have the liberty to choose to set aside special days and special feasts and things like that to honor God. We we can choose. It doesn't have to be prescribed for us in the Bible to do it as long as we're doing it in good conscience and we're doing it to honor God. We can choose to do it. Uh, Christmas is an example of this, where Christians have the the right to set aside a day um, as a day for the Lord. So we set aside December 25th as a day to celebrate the birth of Christ. It does not matter one bit if pagans were celebrating something else on December 25th. In fact, I, I think that there's something wonderful about the church deciding to say, you know, we're going to choose, instead of participating uh, in your festival, we're going to choose to honor Christ on that day instead. I think that's much better than just saying, hey, don't don't participate in the festival. Don't go be part of what the culture is doing. I think it's much better to say, instead of us not focusing on what the culture is doing, let's focus on Jesus specifically. Instead of doing what they're doing, let's take that same day and let's choose to focus on Christ. And so we're allowed to set aside special days. We're allowed to celebrate special uh, feasts and things like that in order to honor the Lord. And so there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas. 
It's a matter, ultimately, of conscience. If, if you don't want to put up a tree in your house, don't put up a tree in your house. If you want to put up a tree, uh, but you don't want to put lights on it because the lights are a carryover from pagan rituals from 1,500 years ago, if, you, if that makes you uncomfortable, don't put lights on it. Don't do it. Uh, if you don't want to put tinsel on the tree, I say amen and hallelujah. I don't want tinsel on my tree either. I don't especially want to have to clean it up. Um, but I'm just sort of joking. I, I don't like tinsel, though. Um, but do whatever you want to do is what I'm getting at, as long as you're honoring Christ in it. And, you know, even with the question about the characters that, uh, that surround Christmas, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do when it comes to Christmas, as long as you keep the primary focus within your home and within your family, the primary focus is that you're you're celebrating Christmas to honor Jesus. If that's first, then do as you please. I don't think there's anything wrong with a Christian celebrating Christmas. Let me read it for you again. Uh, Romans chapter 14, verse 5 and 6. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another day, while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whatever day you choose is acceptable. Those who worship the Lord on a special day do it to honor Him, and those who eat any kind of food do so to honor the Lord, since they give thanks to God before eating. And those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. So whether you eat, whether you drink, whether you observe Christmas, whether Santa Claus is there or not, the Christmas tree is there or not, whatever you do, do everything to the glory of God. Do it to the glory of God. Now, I'm going to end it right there. I hope that that's at least helpful to you a little bit. You know, set the day aside as a day to honor the Lord, not just to um, not just to celebrate a holiday with lights and trees and presents and all those things that I love. I love those things. I love the things that we incorporate into the Christmas holiday. I do like those things. We have a tree up in our house right now with lights on it and all kinds of ornaments on it, and I love those things. You know what I especially love? I love Christmas cookies. Denise is a fantastic baker, and I love Christmas music. And, uh, you know, so on that note, here's some Christmas music for you. And I'm going to end it right here. Um, I hope you enjoy the snow tomorrow. I hope it snows good. You know, I, I don't need a foot of snow, but I just like to see some snow falling during the day. Uh, I'd like to see it accumulate and turn the landscape white. And then, you know, after a day or so, it can melt and go away. <laughs> but uh, enjoy the snow. Enjoy these last two weeks before Christmas arrives. Um, for those of you who are listening on Tuesday, I'll be sending out some word tonight uh, or this evening about the Christmas Eve service. So stay tuned for that. I'm still trying to work on some details for that. It's a difficult thing. You know, I hope you can appreciate that it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world in a year with coronavirus to figure out whether or not we're having a Christmas Eve service. So stay tuned, and I'll let you know something tonight. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. 
in the weather out there. Uh, don't do anything foolish. Go out and play with your kids if you've got kids in the house. Um, have a great rest of your week. I look forward, hopefully, uh, to seeing you on Sunday. So live your life in a way that honors Christ in everything you do. And until I see you Sunday, uh, God bless. I'll see you soon.